Welcome to this last edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Real Gerald Quinn. Episode 849 of the Real Deal Podcast, of course, season 15. I am, of course, joined by one Robert Sapp, who is here to take his medicine, and he, he's ready to go. Mr. Sapp, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. Um, how are you doing today? Uh, glad to be doing this podcast. Certainly, we've been. This is a uh, been wait, been waiting for this one. You know, we we miss that when he's going. So <laughs> it was a little lonely last week, but he's he's back. Um, so uh, of course, episode eight fifty is coming up uh, next week. I'm not going to do anything spectacular for eight fifty. I'll wait till nine hundred. Wait till nine hundred. I, I we spent. I spent. I don't know how much excess in terms of rollouts for season 15. So we'll, we'll wait. We'll, 850 is a big deal, but we'll wait to 900 to get something really going, to get something to kind of celebrate. But 850 will be, it will be a big deal. So as always, we begin the podcast with the themes uh, the, uh, of the week. Uh, my theme, themes, or theme, was down, go, down goes, should be goes. The heavyweights, of course, you had Kansas City and Buffalo falling. I predict that that will be this will be the that will be the last week that both those teams lose in the same week. I'm just gonna go out on the limb. Uh, what did you have as a theme for this uh, week three? No, I think that's a, I think that's a very good thing because um, um, because like that it like. You know, like I, I'll get to how I personally feel about my team in a, in a bit, but I remember looking at that. Uh, I remember looking at that score early on with Kansas City when they was down. I was like, nobody's worried about that score. They all right. know these guys. Yeah, I was, right. It didn't even occur to me they could lose. What I saw when I because uh, I was out doing a lot of stuff yesterday, so I had to catch up on highlights and stuff, and then watch the games after the fact. Um, when I saw that score. When it's Sunday night football, it was the first time that I got a chance to like sit down and watch a whole game, and, right. like like right there in person outside the Buffalo one early on. I lied, I did watch the Buffalo one, um, but um, outside of that, um, it was so I like like I was just stunned by that score, stunned by that score. Um, so I just stunned that they lost. So yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense that 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 is uh, it makes sense that we both have the same kind of frame down go to headway yeah very i wasn't shocked by the buffalo loss on the road we know how talented miami is but very perplexing loss uh with kansas city indiana we'll get to that game let's let's go let's get get right to it the buffalo segment i know you have a lot to say so i'll give you a couple of thoughts on this game um buffalo out gains miami 497 to 212 they completely dominate the time possession 40 had the ball 40 minutes uh, you have Josh Allen throwing for over 400 yards, 63 passes. I'm sure you went in love with that. Um, Tua, of course, should have, you know, maybe been out the game with a concussion. We, you know, we have, we've seen that type of thing before. Uh, ben Roethlisberger against Ravens in the playoff game, so that's nothing new under the sun for the NFL. Um, here, here's here's what I say about this. I couldn't be any more impressed. I couldn't be more impressed with Miami from the standpoint of. I didn't walk out. I walk out of the game still thinking Buffalo is clearly a better team because they are. But Miami, I went to that game saying, "Hey, can Miami physically stand up to Buffalo? Can they, or 
where they get tapped out like Buffalo's first two opponents. Tennessee and Los Angeles physically tapped out around the third quarter, and Buffalo destroyed both of them. Not only does Miami feel about winning the game, this is bigger than actually winning the game. Because I think that them, Miami, not getting pumped was more important than actually winning, winning, winning the game. You can win on some fluke shit. You can win there. You there are games that you can get that, that you can win in the NFL that are absolutely fool's gold. Um, Miami made a statement saying, "Hey, we're here. Like you're not gonna you. We know you're the more experienced team. They're ahead of them as far as like from the standpoint of being on that championship ladder. But you don't. We we have no fear of you." We have no fear of you, and we physically can stand up to you. And they absolutely did that. They they 100% did that. So from that standpoint, I was thoroughly impressed with Miami because there were times, listen, they had, again, Buffalo had the ball for 40 minutes. They were, we're talking 100 degree, 100 degree heat, even though, it's, even though Miami should be used to it, but still, Buffalo has been physically manhandling their first two opponents. So the fact, the idea that Miami did not tap out and we're able to finish that game, um, even though we didn't like the finish. Their finish was insane. It was something with the butt, the you know, the butt punt, and some even some of the play calling. The the pass out of the end zone was just just. I mean, I, I don't know what the hell McMichael was doing on that play call, but whatever. They they won. They win the game. Uh, a game that Buffalo clearly outplayed them in from the point of attack. We know this, but to me, it, this was about Miami mentally and physically standing up to the mighty Buffalo Bills. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, all the thoughts. All the thoughts. So, um, I think like the way that I would say it is um, that uh, when the game, as the week progressed, my confidence that that or my my worry about Miami grew and grew because our defensive backfield decimated and we we understand what Miami can can do. So um that's where I was with that. And then I watched the game and I and I really I actually I li- no what what happened I listened to the game because I was on the move so I have different things where, where I can listen to the to the to the broadcast of the game. And then I saw the game. Um, that's how that. That's how that broke down. Um, and so, uh, and so, um, when I saw the game, when I listened to the game, it didn't make any sense to me how I lost that game. And then when I saw the game, it still didn't make sense to me how I lost the game. So my point is, um, it's not that we lost because I could sense that that this was going to be a old school kind of like AFC East matchup. Um, but the way we lost the game is the thing that I will never be able to handle. This this was a bad loss and I, I can't handle bad losses. I'm I'm not I'm not equipped emotionally to deal with this. Um like that. Uh because I can't handle you should have won the game. You did all the things you didn't win the game. That's that's not a thing I can I can I can justify in my mind. Um so uh, I say that to say that it was um, it was super frustrating um, to uh, have all of that that uh, dominance in terms of yardage and time possession, 
and then not come away with the win, especially when I watch Miami make really dumb mistakes that should cost the team a game, and it doesn't as well. So the entire thing I'm very frustrated with. Um, with that being said, it, it perplexed me how we lost that game. So I watched the game a third time. And I only, you know me, I don't watch losses over and over again. That's not a thing I like to do. Um, and so um, when I watched it that third time, it finally hit me what bothered me about the game. And you're right, it's the passes. I mean, everybody's seen the footage of our offensive coordinator in the boot going crazy. Um, and he should have because he, that, that, was, that was a poor, poor way to frame a game and to um, call a game, um, especially, not even especially, a game that is un, under those weather conditions and um, a game in which it was close all the way through. There's no excuse for 63 passes. There just is none. That means you didn't even attempt to run the ball. And so, yeah. You like how Miami got physical with us? I wish we could have responded in kind. I really do. But we didn't even give ourselves that opportunity. Uh, instead, what we did do is we completely decimated and exhausted our skill position players. And so why did those miscues happen? Why did the why did everything like that? Because everybody was either exhausted, heat, <laughs> exhausted from the heat, or exhausted from the week of drive by the time that we got to the end of it. So if you're calling that many plays, you better get a bunch of chunk plays. Because the idea, and I said this to my brother before, um, before we talked, I, I wasn't on last week to say this, say this on this show, but um, obviously with a decimated defense and everything, the game plan is, and you have a high-powered offense on the other side, you limit their possessions. That's obviously the game plan. I get, I get that they were going to try to do that. It's the way that they did it that I have the ultimate problem with. And we'll always have the ultimate problem with. And this is something long-standing from last year and the year before with me. This is just in my DNA, you run the ball. Like, you have an effective running game. Like, that, that is just, that just has to happen. I don't give a damn what year it is. Because I know what year it is. I know what the reasons to everything. And this is a perfect example of a game. When you need it all the time, absolutely not. But when you do need it, you need to be in the practice of using And so... Um, I don't care that we beat the other team by a bajillion points without really running the ball. The point is you still do it in those types of games so that when you do need it, you can run the ball. A lot of people, I heard the comparisons to the win game last year, and it's exactly, yep, exactly. We needed to be a better running team, and we need to practice being a better running team. I get that Josh Allen is super talented. I get he's super star. I get all those different things. Um, that's still no excuse not to run the ball. We didn't even test Miami physicality. We didn't even, I mean, we didn't even get, we didn't even try to wear the defense or not. You know this, I know this, other people are stupid when they don't think this way. But, um, and I'm, I'm saying it, yeah, I said it. Um, uh, Passing a three yard pass is not the same thing as a three yard run. No, no, it not is. even close. Not even close. No, supplementing the run game with the pass game. Um, you're freaking passing the ball. Um, but that physicality is taken out of it, and what you end up doing is is um is uh leaning on your skill position players, which which under good conditions is is most likely the right way to go. 
But under other types of conditions that make it challenging for your skill position players, you better have a good running game to back that up so that you could you could still institute the same type of game plan, call could I mean control the clock, dominate the time possession, um, ideally dominate the yard, but you don't wear out your skill position players. So hopefully that's the lesson that they took away from this one. I'll be interested to see to see if it is. Everything after that pretty much lines up with what everybody's talking about. You know, the heat was unbearable and that had impact on both on both teams, as you can see. I mean, like when you look at the stats, you had the number one and number two um, offenses, the offensive uh, passing leaders. You had the top three receiving targets in the league in this game, and you don't get fireworks. That that's the weapon. That's the weapon. Um, it was even hot for the Miami players. Um, right. And so um, there's that. And then, of course, we, we just had the injuries everywhere. Um, Five defensive stars. And after the game play, which, which, which then, which then uh, limited the impact. But I will say this. I'm damn proud of this defense. And no, the defense, play, no, defense, defense is fine. No, your defense, is, yeah, your defense no, is fine. No, 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 no. I'm damn proud. No, not fine. I'm damn great. No, the defense played great. They did that. No, defense did their job. No, no, no. Damn that. And we had a brand new secondary. Right. We had an no, I, I completely agree with that. that, that no, that's, no, no, no. So like, I'm proud of them. No, not a good job. Not a good job. I'm proud of them. Proud of them. Um, and they don't get mentioned anywhere near at all, to be honest right. with you. And they need to mention all no, they the time. Yes. They played they asses. Yes. All. Yep. This is on the offense. This is on the offensive game plan. It yep. is just yeah. I, so I got two follow-ups to what you said. Um, one, when you have the ball for forty minutes, you the other team should be tapped out. That's number one. So that that's in connection with like, like you said the play calling. They Miami should have been tapped out without question. You should have. I I anticipated the game would go like. All right, it'll be close for three quarters, but then your physicality will take over in the fourth quarter and you'll win somewhere by between 10 to 14 points or 10 to 13, something like that. That's what I anticipate. Yeah, yeah. The second part. Nice. The second part is I wonder, and again, I don't think that this will be a major problem moving forward. I'm not, I definitely not reacting to this loss, but I wonder if another challenge is that Josh Allen is so fucking talented that you get enamored with that talent and it just kind of blinds you in terms of doing what you're supposed to do as far as physical football, running the football, things of that nature, and what you play calling. So that's just that's just so this is what you take out of the That's just something to keep an eye on. I don't think that's gonna be a major factor moving forward. Like they know how to use Josh Allen so and what have you. But that's just just a little little thing to, to think about moving, you know, moving forward. Like not to get so enamored with Josh Allen that it's like you're putting everything on Josh Allen. No, you have a complete team. You don't need to put this is not this is not uh the the uh Cardinals with Kyler Murray. Everything needs to be on Kyler Murray because the rest of the team is just not there per se. No, you or Joe Burrow. Um Josh Allen has this the Josh Allen is, is an MVP candidate. He's a great, great player. But you have like your defense is phenomenal. You have a complete football team period period so you should not it should just not be about josh allen josh allen josh allen that's my point yeah 
And that, I mean, like, that's a great, it's a great point. I mean, like, here's, here's why the reality of the situation is Josh Allen is in the middle of the MVP campaign. So yes. they don't let him cook, like, for real, for real, this year, like, for real, for real. No jokes aside. No, he's that means cook. Something. It just means something up to him personally, and it means something there. And then also, here, here's, here's my thing. I, I will, I will eviscerate my thing. Don't you worry about it. Um, and so, um, the, and so, like, here, here, here's the other part of that. It's not about enamor because that's been a push and pull with the Bills since Josh Allen's gotten good. Is right. um, is uh, is McDermott wants to be ball control. He wants that, and the offensive coordinators are enamored with Josh Allen his talent. Um, but in particular, now we have his quarterback coach calling plays, and that was a that was a first time play caller quarterback coach call game. Right. That was not somebody who is. Is been in the offensive coordinator seat from all angles. That's not their type of game. You can tell that I was a quarterback coach calling that game. Absolutely, no, you no don't call about a game it. like that. No. I just don't. You don't call a game like that. So, um, so the conversation has to between be between McDermott and the offensive coordinator. That that is it. It just flat out has to be between those two when they go, go into their space and they review the game footage. It has to be like that, and that has to be the change. And it's going to be painful. And it's going to be irritating to Bill's fans and Bill. I mean, Bill's mafia and everybody out there. Um, and it might even hurt Josh Allen's MVP campaign. It might. This is about no. This is about see. You bring the MVP up. This is about uh, Super Bowl. You're trying to win a Super Bowl. Like I understand, understand, but no, we got to take this. We got to take this in bits and pieces. That's the overarching goal. Yes, but. We know what a big time quarterback does for not only your market, the value of your friend, all the right. things. Like, this is bigger than that. This is bigger than that. Super Bowl's big as well. I'm not saying uh, MVP is bigger than Super Bowl, but what I'm saying is all these things are in consideration. One gotcha. is not. No, I understand. Yeah, we understand. So, uh, so, but that's a painful choice. And the only people that can make that, those, those types of choices are the head coach and the owner, GM and the owner. That's the group that needs to really look at this and really look at analyze and say, are we willing to justify some passing statistics for Stefan Diggs and, I mean, for Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, because I'm sure they would like Stefan to be offensive player of the year as well. Um, are we willing to sacrifice some of that in order to, to, to sustain a ground game that quite honestly won't look spectacular? Right. That's not what I'm asking. Right. It just has to be effective and efficient in the times that you need it. But in order to do that, you got practice. So yeah, you'll be in a dome. It'll be, it'll be chill. You could throw the ball a billion times, get a billion yards, and everything like that. Are you willing to sacrifice the time, energy, and effort to to get the runs in, even on times like that? Those are the difficult conversations that the coach, the GM, and the offensive coordinator have to have if the owner's staying out of it as well. If the right. owner needs to be brought into it and he needs to be the deciding factor on that because ultimately that's what will get you a Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, we move on to the game. It's, the- it's very clear it's the Super Bowl, but that's not, that's not, that's not entirely accurate for Bill's Mafia. They love Josh Allen and they, and yes, the Super Bowl is important, but the Super Bowl brought by Josh Allen is important. Is the thing that's important. Yep. You have to understand the mentality of your fan base to understand that. So it is it's very important that Josh Allen shines. It's very important. Um, we move on to the game of the week. Green Bay 
gets by Timber Bay 14-12. This was an absolute rock fight. Um, Green Bay's offense did nothing in the second half. Uh, give give uh, Todd Bowles and Tampa Bay defense credit for the adjustments. Um, uh, late in the game, of course, Tampa Bay has a failure. It fails on a two point. Uh, had a, a bad penalty. You can't get a, a fuck. You can't get a delay a game back to back. They should have back to back delay games. You can't get a delay a game at your own home stadium on a two, on a, on a play like that. You just that that just can't happen. That cost them. Uh, Green Bay holds on. Green Bay also has some issues in terms of some situational football. Like their last possession, they had a second and ten pass play which to me made zero sense when you're trying to do two things. Number one, obviously you want the first down, but number one, you're trying to run the clock and trying to make the team use their timeouts. So if when they if they do get the ball back, they have less timeouts to matriculate the football down the field. But for whatever, whatever reason, Green Bay on the second and 10 decide to throw the ball, it open And then not only, so you throw the ball on second and 10, it becomes third and 10. And next thing you know, uh, you get a they get a sack and Green Bay's outfield position out of field goal range, so it goes from third and ten to third and seventeen. Uh, the, the, mind you, the ball was on the Tampa Bay forty-two yard line at the play at the time, so they get no field goal. They don't force them to use timeouts, and Tampa Bay has plenty of time to get the ball back and, and go out on the field as they did, uh, and almost tied the game. Green Bay outplayed Tampa Bay in this game. They were the better team. Uh, basically, from start, basically from the, from the start of the game, they were the, they were they were the better football team. They 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 deserved to win the game. Tampa Bay did not deserve to win this game. Uh, I wonder, and I know Mike Evans was out. That's his own fault. He was stupid for coming off the bench and hitting, being obsessed with Marshawn Marshawn Lattimore as they we know they hate her. So that was dumb. He deserved to be suspended. But even beyond that, even when Evans has been on the field, this offense, this Tampa Bay offense, has not looked good at all any time during the year and year. Their defense is fine. They have a top five defense. We know Bowles and they've their secondary is one of the best in the league. What are your thoughts on this game and are you how concerned are you about the Tampa Bay uh offense? I think concern is a bit stronger word because I truly wish all evil upon Tampa Bay. I mean upon Brady. So concern is not the exact word that I would use. Um how much am I reveling in how they, they are looking right now a lot of time, so much. So, um, you know, so, um, you know, when everything is going good, it's all about Brady, not F that. When everything's going bad, it's going to be all about Brady as well. Yep. Um, yep. We know, we know, we know, we know what's going on. We know the struggle that's happening in his personal life. Yep. And that shit is impacting um, his, that shit is impacting his private, I mean, his, his professional life. No question. And that's how it goes. Yep. Um, and so that offense, that offense is his responsibility. He got all the power. He got all the things. Yep. That offense is got his got areas it's got areas out of there. Yep. Yep. So um so yeah, buck up, homie. Fix it. <laughs> Fix it. Make it happen. That that is that that's the thing. And so um you know like you don't bet against Brady until it actually no. happens. But no. I hope that's what I watch because right now um I'm not impressed. At all. No, like I told, at all. I no, I, no, they, they have not played well much, at all this season. They have not played well. Wow, at, in I judge everything by how much, um, by how much it worries, like how much I'm concerned about it against my team, right. and I'm not concerned about Tampa at all. No, they they don't stress me out in, in the least bit. So, now, New Orleans um, and Green Bay are very I, good defenses. I really hope that 
this is the totality of Brady's fault. I really do. Gotcha. I really, really do. <laughs> I hope that's what I'm watching. I just want to. I just want to sit back and enjoy it. Because um, I'm gonna tell you, I don't expect anything to be fair. To be honest. With you. So, um, you know, I'm not. I'm not in any way fearful. I'm not in any way fearful of Mr. Tom Brady and his offense at all. Not zero. Um, zero, zero are real concern. Much, much bigger game for Green Bay than Tampa Bay. We know Tampa Bay, if they get in the playoffs, they can win anywhere. Green Bay absolutely needs, if there comes down, comes out to a tiebreaker home field, Green Bay would absolutely need home field against Tampa Bay in, in a playoff situation, which obviously won't guarantee them. We've seen that in the championship a couple of years ago. Quiet as cat. Go ahead. Neither one of these teams are, are very impressive. It's early. No, right now, yeah, it's early. It's early, though. No, right. You're right. It's early, but it's early. So, you know. Uh, neither one were impressive. No, no, this game, no, this, this was not a well played game at all. You talking about the game itself? No, no, I mean neither one is like general. I watched all their games. Neither okay, got gotcha. you. No, they have no they I'm haven't been they haven't I mean, been like, no. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are who they are because right. they are who they are, but that right. division is so weak. It's bad. Yeah. They Both divisions are bad. Both divisions are bad. Yeah. They, they they can be no, I'm talking about the NFC as a whole. Yes, it is bad. No, it's bad. If those it's are bad. your top two teams in the NFC, nah, the NFC ain't going nowhere. No, they, they can take it's not the NFC is not very good uh right now. Uh, some no, games. I'm not. I'm not concerned. Yep. No. No question about it. Um, games of note: Kansas City, Indianapolis. Um, this was a game I thought that just uh, Kansas City just came out, basically just showed up and yeah. thought that they, they thought that the game was over. Uh, they slept walk. They doing this? They never do it again. Us? No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. Uh, Indianapolis did not do anything. Indianapolis did not do anything spectacular in this game at all. They had 58 yards rushing. They only had 259 yards of total offense. Okay, so if I told you before the game that Indianapolis will only have 58 yards rushing and 259 yards of total offense, you say Kansas City like 40, Indianapolis 10, basically or 17. Uh, Kansas City went through emotions. They fucked around and. You let a team that's inferior you hang around on, especially on the road. Anything can happen in the NFL. And this is again not like Indianapolis doesn't have talent on both ends in terms of offensive line, defense line. They do, but again, this is a game that they Indianapolis can't say should not have lost this game to Indianapolis by any stretch of the imagination. We know they're clearly a much better team, but you know we've seen Kansas City last year have moments like these early, especially early on, where they kind of like go through emotions. I'm surprised that it happened. You know. Normally September they 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 have been dominant in September. So I'm surprised and, and uh Mahomes has had a phenomenal record of course course of his career in, in the month of September. So I was a little surprised by just just you know, it just they are not they just slept walked through the game. They just, you know, came went through the motions and it cost them. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, game? yeah, I know. It, it is I mean it's it just it's just um it's exactly what you said. They're good for a couple of these games a year. Yeah, at least two, it's just, two, I mean, three. It's just like, like, like there's no concern over nothing. No, like that. I no. mean, they, they, I mean, it's just like they, they, they played completely down to their competition. They thought it'd be a cakewalk, and Indianapolis was frisky. It's just that simple. Yeah. Um. So um. And so yep, yep, and and. Yeah, and they 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 took a quiet they took a quiet L. It just frustrates me. They refuse to do that again. Ah, 
No, that's that's not going to happen. I know, I know. So, um, Merry Christmas, um, in Indianapolis. Merry Christmas, Baltimore, New England. Uh, Baltimore, New England. Um, this was at again the Lamar Jackson show. Uh, Lamar Jackson. We talking about MVP right now. Lamar Jackson would be Absolutely. at the top of my list. He has been, and I, I love, I love the fact that all the Lamar Jackson hatred has been crickets so far because he has been through the first three games of the season. He's been all world. He's been unstoppable on like, might on like Michael Vick, Virginia Tech type shit. Like he has been. Unbelievable! Ten touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, he again, there like he's been under. There's been no defense for him this year. None, none. Um, it's it's fun. It's, it's been fun to watch. Um, and, and gets all the fun. Um, but like that, that like the level he's playing on right now is just ridiculous and it, it ha- what happens with him it, it can it can happen so quickly where you know you think that he's having a pedestrian game then boom he breaks off a 40-yard run and when you look up it's like oh damn he got three touchdown passes like yeah so this game again this game has was been was this game was all about lamar jackson and new england having no answers for him whatsoever uh and the fact that Baltimore's, I mean, no, nah, listen, Baltimore's defense is a nah, story. We know those struggles, but they are offensively, they've been like, they've been basically lights out this year um, uh, with with him. Um, so, yeah, New England not only loses the game, they lose uh, Matt Jones, you know, that, you know, tough love, tough, you know, tough break. That's the NFL. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on Lamar Jackson uh, so far? Yeah, Lamar Jackson's absolutely, he's absolutely home. Um, yeah, I was thinking about this the, last night. I was like, uh, Lamar Jackson is your runaway MVP candidate right now. It's not even close. Like, right. I know the no. numbers that my quarterback has. No. I'm looking at Lamar Jackson, I'm going like, that dude is a monster right now. He's just a flat-out monster. And you're right. It's unguardable. Just, I mean, unguardable. Um, and from every aspect, um, I like your comparison, Michael Vick. I thought you were going to go NFL, and I like your comparison. No, actually, Virginia Tech when like literally nobody could keep up. No, we was like we um, we, like, we haven't seen anything like this. That's what it was yeah, when it first. Came. Yeah, no, uh-uh. he, he has he he is in his zenith. He's in his zenith. So um, this absolutely should be this should be his MVP year. He's just he's in his zone. Just in the zone, um, and so um, you want to talk about somebody that worries me? Lamar Jackson worries. Yes, me. yeah, very no, much. Well, yeah, very, he, very much. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he, very much. he's so, scary. Um, yeah, no, he's, he is, he is, he is the MVP of the league right now. And that there's, there's nothing else to say on that. He just is. He's that dominant. Uh, San Francisco, Denver, eleven uh, ten game again. Not a very not this game was, was tough watching. No, that game hurt my eye. I don't say not a very good game. This game hurt my this, eyes. This was, this was tough. It was, it was tough. On, right. It was tough. Very tough on the eyes. No. Um, not only does not only does San Francisco lose the game, they lose Trent Williams, who's frankly one of the best players in the league and has been probably the best offensive lineman in the last three or four years. He's been that dominant. Uh, they had three turnovers. You get a nice drive out of Denver to uh, end the game, but I have some other issues with that offense, and I'll, I'll get to that later. But 
Denver survives it. Um, uh, again, you know, these these offenses were just oh my god, like oh, like can you this? this oh my, <laughs> like what are we doing here? What like what are we? What are we doing? Do y'all practice offense? Do y'all, do y'all watch? Are y'all practicing offense during the week? Because <laughs> there's no way with the amount of talent those two teams have on offense that these offenses offenses should be this bad. Like I like again, two very good defenses. We know San Francisco is a loaded defense. Denver has pers- excellent personnel on their defense, but still, no, this was very tough on the eyes. I'll get to some of the the, the, the Denver stuff later on. I I'll, I'll say that I don't you know I don't want to put a you know don't want to spill that. To, in terms of my issues with what's going on there, but Denver does what it had to do, gets the home win, and again, the big the big story though is the fact that Trent Williams and did that changed the complexion of the game as well. When Trent Williams left the game, then Jimmy G had no chance, zero. It's not like they were playing well even when he was there, but at least with the protection. But after that, uh, it was like they the Denver pass rush had a feeding frenzy on uh, one on Jimmy G, and again, Jimmy G. You know he's a winner, but Jimmy G does Jimmy G shit like not knowing where you're at in the stepping out <laughs> the back of the end zone, not knowing where you're at. Like can't do that as a veteran quarterback. That just just can't happen. And again, it was a one point game. That was two points. That's difference in the game. Um. So, uh, yeah, you. I'm sure there's no deep analysis for this game. Just ugly to watch. I mean, honestly, I do have deep analysis. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I told you. I actually told you this was the game that I, this is the first football game I put my eyes on from when I was running errands and doing all the stuff I needed to do that day. So I actually watched this with hungry eyes. Like, ooh, like football, I want to watch football, and this is the game that's on. Let me really look and pay attention to this. And it was so god-awful. It was just so bad. It was so bad Um, in terms of just like, to your point, just, um, competent offensive football. Um, and so that even made it hard. Denver's defense is legit really good. Like, they're legit really good. Right. But, my God, it was, it was, the. Uh, it just was so striking to look at a professional team with a, call, a future Hall of Fame quarterback just look so inept on offense all the time. Just like, yo, what is going on here? In particular, it was, uh, for me, it was uh, towards like the end of the game. I don't even think Denver was winning yet at this point in time, but they might, no, I don't think they were winning. Um, and, um, and it was a third and eight, right? And the, no, they, maybe they weren't winning because that's, that's why they had to. Uh, but point me. It was a third day, and um, and the the it was either um, kick a extremely long field goal, which we know did not work well for the last time, no. Um, no. or uh, punt the ball, or go for it, um, or I mean like go or not punt. I keep going. It's third eight. That's the point. It's third eight. So you either go for it, um, with the run. No, it's third eight, and it was the timeout situation. That's what this one was. I'm in third day is a timeout situation. So you either pass for the first down or you run to try to take a timeout away, right? And of course, he chooses run to take the timeout away. Here's my question. What year is this, basically? How, what do all the offensive rules, um, how do they all skew? Uh, how do all the rules skew towards the offense? 
And why the F did you bring in Russell Westbrook if you're not going to throw it on and down like that? What was the point? If it's Drew Locke, I get it. But you brought him in for these reasons. What are you doing? What is happening? Uh, what is happening? Off uh, the and the big thing is the players don't know what's going on. I watched their face. I watched their body language. I was in. They don't even believe in this offense. No, that coach is a dead coach. Walker. No, I, 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 no, I'm, I'm gonna get to him. No, I'm it, went from, it went from, it went from, um, it went from. Um, I was just like, oh, is this just rookie head coach, or is this just not a good coach? So, oh, this is an incompetent head coach. I'll, I'll get to him. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'll get, no, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to him. So, so on that part, I mean, and like you said, Jimmy G. Was Jimmy G in all of all of his glory? Yes. On on that night, they gave that win away. It's yep. just that simple. Denver should not have won that game, even though the defense played well. Um, they just gave it to them. Yeah, no, no question mistake. about it. Um, we move on now to who won the week. I bad, have, football game. bad, bad, bad. No, it was God awful. We move on bad. to who who won the week. I have the Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. I have Jalen Hurts in particular, uh, not for Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts certainly. Jalen Hurts will certainly be in the MVP conversation. He is in the MVP conversation. He's been spectacular this year. Um, that offense is rolling. He is, but he just got here. No, you got to wait just a second. No, no, no. No, no, no. You got to wait just a second. No, you got to wait just a second. He's having Lamar Jackson's stats. Right. No, you got to wait just a second. But he's the MVP. Yeah, he, nah, he you got to wait your turn. No, yeah. no, more than yeah, more than that. Yeah, you just. <laughs> but he's playing. He's playing great. Uh, the Eagles are clearly an improved football team. Uh, the draft picks, the AJ Brown trade that helped them. Also, they they are clearly the class of that division. Um, and they are looking. And who knows with a in a week NFC NFC right now? Who knows? Um, who does you? Who does you have uh, winning the week? Um, winning the week, I would say, um, the person that honestly, like, just kind of like in, in, in my mind, um, it was Lamar Jackson. Yep. Yeah. He yeah. won the week that week. The comeback happened, but they came back. Right. Um, yep. so, uh, you know, like, like I would say like, like Lamar Jackson is the, the obvious choice that, um, that comes to my mind. And then. Um, what's what I always get home with like the Dallas Cowboy backup QB. What's his name? Uh Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Cooper yeah. Rush. Cooper yeah. Rush. He's been balling out. I can't even I can't well. No, he played well. No, he played well. That, that was that was an NFC East game on the road. Divisional, all the different things. The Giants is putting pressure on them. They they like I'll give Dave his flowers. He has a he he is coaching them very competently on offense. Like yep. That's a, he, even though they don't have all the horses, by any stretch of the imagination, he's coaching and they, they, they're doing their thing offensively. They look like, an, them, they look like an NFL football them. team. Right. They look like an NFL football so, team. No, I'm just saying it wasn't a pushover or no. like a gimme win. Or no, no. Like, Lamb had to, had to fight and earn that victory, and he did. So I have to get, I, 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 I see, I keep wanting to call him Lamb, but Rush. Um, Rush earned that. Rush earned that that victory. He just did. Um, so I, I would have to say um, he he won the week. Um, also, uh, I, I know I'm doing a lot, but um, Jacksonville. Oh, let, let, yeah. Let, I'll get to them. I'll get yeah. I'll get to them. 
Uh, biggest wow. disappointment. Wow. Who, who was your biggest disappointment? Denver, San Francisco, dang. God, I knew he was going to say I was disappointed. Because I wanted to watch good football. I was excited to watch football. My brother was like, this game's going to be hard. But I was like, you're being too rough. And he was so rough. It was so bad. It was so bad. And so, um, who loses the week? Um, Nathaniel Hackett. But I would also say um, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. As well, mm, that's There's a good no one. No, no there, there, you should lose now. There's you can't no, lose. No. You can't lose. Lost to the Colts. There's no. no way. Not with the Colts playing There's like no the way they played. No, no. There's no. no way. There's no way. There's no way. The only way you lose that game is if you take the foot off the gas pedal. You underestimate them. You don't come with your A game. All the stuff that they did. That's the only way they lose that game. So, I had the, uh, I had the, the Raiders. That, that yeah, I have the Raiders as the biggest disappointment. Uh, 0-3, there's no way. That that team has too much talent. They should not be 0-3. They should not be 0-3. Losing to a Tennessee team that's not very good. Um, we know how they're going to be inconsistent. We know that. But that team shouldn't be. There's no way that this team should be 0-3 with the talent that they have on it, on, on the talent that they have uh, on that team. It's just like in the additions that they made in the offseason. Like that, that is just they – I can make a case for them being the biggest disappointment of the year, to be honest with you. They they've been that bad and that inconsistent. Like you don't, you just don't know what the Raiders are gonna do from play to play. Like that, they they are like it's it's remarkable how inconsistent they are. It really is. But yeah, they to me been the, was the, this week's biggest disappointment. Um, that game. You saying the game can't coach anybody. Like I, I, it looks. Yeah. I, that's what it looks like. It yeah. looks like. <laughs> No, yeah, no, Josh McCain. <laughs> I'm to learn some lessons, but uh, yeah, not. yeah, no, no, we we so, like, come on, we 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 watched the Denver and shit, like we we understand what, what like this is. Oh, I mean, that was a while ago, and you it was a while ago, I mean, like, but like still, franchise, um, you would have wanted him to learn lessons. I'm not even putting, I'm not putting the Denver thing on this, um, but uh, but. What I will say is, it looks like he's having a very tricky time coaching. Anybody else? Well, well, let's be honest with you. Let's be honest. I'm glad you bring Tom Brady up from this, in terms of standpoint. Have there any been any good coaches offensively that have come out of New England that, that have left that have done anything without Brady? Like Charlie Weiss, like McDaniel's. Uh, who else? I mean, Bill O'Brien came back. Like Bill O'Brien wasn't with them originally. He was already like that. Like he wasn't with them originally. So he. Like there hasn't like what offensive guy that's left New England has done anything. That's my point. Nobody, nobody, Ooh. nobody. So I, I don't. I yep. think I think it's clear. Kind of after like a decade's worth of we have a decade's worth of in terms of body work of saying that these coaches, like that is Belichick, Brady, Brady, or Brady, Belichick, whatever. But it's not the like being an offensive coach in and uh, New England doesn't didn't has not meant much. As far as what, as far as what you should expect, a head, uh, your head coach. Like I'm not, yeah. Like how many times do, we, how many coaches do we need to see fall in their face before you realize that, hey, Brady's greatest player ever, and Belichick's the greatest coach ever, and maybe the offensive guy was just somebody that was just, you know, just there per se. Like I, I don't know. Maybe I'm doing it's just me. Um, question for Sap. Miami or Philadelphia? Who's the better team right now? Philadelphia. 
and it's it is it's close. It's very very close. Very close. But the eye test at Philadelphia. But I, uh, I the accumulation of talent on Miami um is impressive. I got Miami. I got Miami. They're not they're not playing. You're being. You're being a hater. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. This, this is the bottom line. Philadelphia has beaten Detroit, Minnesota, Washington. Miami has wins over your your team, and then last week Baltimore or at Baltimore. Like they, yeah, Miami to me is better. Like the NFC strong. We just went. We just destroyed the NFC a couple minutes ago with Tampa Bay and uh, Green Bay. Come on now, you know. Come on, this is not. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, come on. It's close, like you said. It's very close. But I, I the eye test tells me Miami that I would I take Miami right now by by nose. Very. I'm, I've been impressed with Philadelphia. I was very very impressed. I mean, their last two games, the games have been over at halftime. So they're like no Philadelphia is balling. But if I like. I like I if they play, I would take I would lean towards I would lean towards Miami. So, but both teams have been extremely impressive, uh, uh, to say the least. Both of them are three and zero. Oh. Um, do they play this year? I wonder if they play this year. I don't think we. No, you don't play MC East, so I don't think no, I don't think they play this year. Stock up, Jacksonville. Uh, I got a chance to see a lot of that Charger game. Everybody wants to be like, oh, the, you know, this is the Chargers being the Chargers. No, 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 no. Chargers did not play well, but Jacksonville fucking took it to them. That defense is real. It's a top five defense right now. Uh, I told you about Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be he's he's going to be a franchise guy. He's going to be a difference maker. He's going to make everybody better. If they got some competent, if, if they got, I was on the Trevor Lawrence bandwagon. If they got competent coaching, which Peterson so far my has, bro, yeah, my brother loves Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't love Peterson, but he's he's a he is an NFL coach. I don't know. I mean, you, you, he loves he loves Peterson. You love Lawrence. I love yes. Uh, very impressed with Jacksonville. I, I'm, I just don't know how they lost to us. Like, that's what that's the the like watching the last two weeks. I don't understand how they lost to us, but it was week one. So, but um. Yeah, the last two weeks, their defense has just shut down, has destroyed Indianapolis, and they just completely took Herbert, and they they lit the Chargers up. Like, they physically took it to them, uh, uh, ran the football, were clearly the, the more physical team out of the two. So I'm very – like, Jackson, again, I'm not going to get crazy about playoffs and like that, but they will be a six- to eight-win team, I feel. And they most importantly – you're seeing the strides that Trevor, Trevor Lawrence is playing has taken, and that's that coming into this year. I mentioned it; we talked about it. that would be the most important thing, his development and growth. And so far, uh, he's been like you. You know, you can't have a better start if you're Jacksonville. You're two and one with a great win against the Chargers on the road. Uh, you said, yeah, you had Jacksonville. Obviously, you're high on them as far as standpoint because you said they they were amongst your candidates for winning the week. What were your thoughts on that game? From from start from start to finish, um, I'm I am I'm somewhat I mean like I'm impressed. No, impressed is too strong a word. I, I'm I am happy that Jacksonville looks like a competent football team. I right. think we might be overselling this a little bit because they were so incompetent last year. 
Yes, so, that's part of it. Yep. I'm, I'm happy for them that they look like a competent football team, but um, but I'm not at all worried and concerned about them in the least yet. No, at all. No. Uh, so, so um, good for them. Good for them right now. Good for them. They're a plucky young team. Good for them. Um, They're growing. Stop down. Like as a as a young franchise. This is, these are the steps you want to take. Baby steps. It's baby steps. It's baby steps. Let's be honest. It's baby steps. Yes. Uh, stock down, Nathaniel Hackett. I've, I've been waiting for this uh, basically, basically since the podcast started. Um, so I, I don't get the idea that there is this, and I've heard this mentioned in the broadcast. Well, there seems to be a conflict with philosophies between Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett. Who the fuck is Nathaniel Hackett? Like, Russell Wilson is a Hall of Fame quarterback who's a Super Bowl champion, who's been the most win- the most winningest quarterback in the last decade, basically, as far as regular season. Has, has won more games in the last 10 years outside Tom Brady than any quarterback in the league. What Your, your philosophy and co- conflicting what his skill set? No, motherfucker. You... Whenever you, whenever Russell Wilson wants to do, that should be that's the philosophy. Like, who, who are you? You, you think you're Bill Walsh, like Nathaniel Hackett? <laughs> like, wh- why is why is this even a conversation about conflicting philosophies and trying to blend chemistry? Like, what what are we talking about here? Like, I don't care. Like, do you realize? And I think this this is what happens, right? You'll see a guy leave a Hall of Fame quarterback, and that guy gets some some of the credit because the Hall of Fame quarterback says nice things. Like Aaron Rodgers, like, hey, I love Nathaniel. He, you know, he we we had we had great great chemistry. That's beautiful. You're it's still fucking Aaron Rodgers, and Matt, that's Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur. Lafleur. Let's not kid ourselves in terms of what that offense done has done in the past couple of years and the, the MVPs from um from Aaron Rodgers. Like this, like I don't understand why this is even a conversation as far as the Nathaniel Hackett's offensive philosophy. You have a you have an excellent running game. You have excellent receivers. Um, it's not like Russell Wilson has not played with a great running back before. So yeah, you can still run the ball and still Russell Wilson like incorporate what Wilson does well into what you're doing. I don't understand why this is even. Chemistry, like, what is what are we talking about here? Like, what what this is like? What to your point that this guy, this guy has no business coaching the NFL football team. That's what it comes down to. So, yeah, he, yeah stock way fucking down, not just down, just way down. I, I mean, you would think that this is my team. The way I'm getting, this is how it is. I'm, I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. Like, you haven't your system. Who, like I said, you when who are you? And to your point earlier, what is the point of bringing in a two hundred forty-five million dollar quarterback who's all who's going to be in the Hall of Fame? Why? This job is way too big for him. He's oh my goodness! Early on, it just—he's a damn man walking. If I, if I were them, I would just—I think I would pull the plug. I think I would. I'd be like, y'all would just cut my losses. No, this ain't gonna work. We can't. We can't. We can't play around with Russell. Wilson no. At this no. Not, not with this roster. This roster yeah. is a talented roster. Yeah. Like no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are we yeah. doing here? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be about them getting their ego out of the way on this one. Yeah. And just being like, hey, it's, it's. I mean, I'm talking about management 
you right. know, out of the way, just yeah. being like, we got to stop. We got to yeah. Well, I mean, they're, what they're going to have to do, you know, it's ironic because they're going to have to do the same thing that similar that Seattle did with Russell Wilson back in the day. Matt, um, I forgot the quarterback. Uh, Matt Flynn, you know what? Matt Flynn, he's better. No, Russell Wilson's better. We we messed up. This is yeah. it. He's That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. And the rest was history. So that's what they're going to have to do. It's easier to do that to the players than it and is coach, to yes. do that to yeah. the coach. Right. Um, in that first, especially in that first year. And now we're talking about like a first year midseason firing. I don't think that, I think that's fairly unprecedented, right? Like I can't remember the last time that happened. Right. Right. So, uh, but this is, this is an unprecedented case. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you talk about bad yeah. offense. That and offense no, is... Just, uh, no, it's, it's, it's got off. It, it, it hurt my... I mean, I'm serious. It hurt my eyes to watch that. It hurt my eyes. Yeah. No. So, yeah, stock way down. Uh, week four preview, a very... Should be a, a very interesting. Got some great matchups in week four. Uh, again, this game... Oh, man. This, this, is, this game is... Uh, even Thursday night should be fun to watch Miami versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati gets on the board, beating the Lonely Jets. Uh, they keep Burrow upright. Um, no coincidence that no sacks equals points on the board. Uh, Miami coming off an emotional win against Buffalo. I I, I like Cincinnati in this game because I think you guys took a lot out of Miami, like especially going to Miami as a travel, which they, that means they're going to lose a day of preparation. I I really like Cincinnati in this game from a physical standpoint. I really do. Despite, and I understand we haven't been high on Cincinnati and the protection issues, but I'm just this is one of these scheduling losses. I feel. Uh, what are your thoughts? It's it's tough. I get exactly what you're saying. Short week. I get exactly. What you're I, I do. I do. I get exactly what you're saying. Um, I just think Miami's way better. They are. I mean, no. they're clearly a better team, and that again, I, 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 I get everything that you're. I get everything that you're saying. I just think they're way better. I think they're way better, and so like, like if 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 things are more even, and this is just kind of like more of a normal matchup, Sunday to Sunday, um, then um, then I am decidedly like Miami's winning this game. So no, these two touchdowns, yes, give me. All the things you said give me hesitation, but I just think Miami's better. No, they're clearly better. No. Let's not get crazy here. No, 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 no. All those problems, problems that they still, they're still there. They're still there. They're still there. And one thing, Miami's defense flies around, and they're yes. so good everywhere. Um, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be challenging for Cincinnati, and um, and uh, our coaching is just flat out better than Cincinnati's on the defensive side of the ball, and so um, you know, after a week of not really eating, um, Hill or Waddle are going to go off. Like it's just going to happen. So, um. You know, I, I do see a, I do see a close game. The the end result is not clear in my mind, so I hear you. I hear you on everything. There's I have no pushback against it. I just think the eye test has to be Miami's way better. Uh, so I probably go with the better team, but I acknowledge everything that you're saying. Uh, should be a very I expect a very close game. Um, 
either way. Um, Buffalo, Baltimore. What are you What are you gonna do with Lamar Jackson? Uh, First of all, how many How many of those stars are are coming back for this game? Do you? Well, we gotta see. So, like that. That's why I can't. No, we gotta see. There's no hearing right now. Okay, yeah, it's only uh, so Wednesday. That's right. Yeah, all the way up. Pushes, all the way up to the reports have to come out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so um, it terrifies. I mean, Lamar always terrifies me. Um, I really would have liked a healthy team. I don't love the hide out for the year, just in general. Um. For, for the team, um, I don't think the answer is what are you going to do for Lamar because I think the, I think there's a pretty good coaching book in terms of like the things you want to try to do to right. limit him. But, yeah, um, put him in the pocket. First of don't course, lose crush, contain. Yeah, crush the running game, crush the running game, first of all. That, that's the first part. You have to make, you have to crush their running game completely um, and make, and, and make him um, a pocket passer, and then do all the, do all the things that you're talking about. Um, the problem is Lamar cancels all that shit out because he'll just do he'll he'll make up his own stuff, um, and so it doesn't matter. So um, you know, again, where where the Bills win more often than not is by putting pressure on the other team's offense consistently, right? And so. Um, this is our stretch right here because the back half of the season we did this is going to be kickoff. So this is the stretch right here. This yeah. is this is three out of four games against top-notch um, competition. Um, we're we're here now, and so this this will tell this will tell the Taylor tape. By the way, Miami um, Miami Dolphins schedule is cake, and they might be in first place for a while now. I'm just gonna put that out there, and yep. it's not gonna worry or stress me out. That that's just the reality of the situation with the way these schedule. It's the back end their schedule that's going to improve for now. But anyways, I, I digress. So I say this to say that um, that uh, that um, the 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 way that in which that we contain um, uh, Lamar Jackson is essentially kind of like the same way we were thinking about that other, that high-power offense in Miami, right. which is, um, but a little bit of the thing, you didn't have to focus on the run game as much with Miami. We're going to have to bow up big time against the run game with Baltimore, and then we're just going to have to limit their possessions by time, by how much our offense has on the field, and put up uh, thirty points, thirty plus. Um, I I love your team in this game because I I've watched Baltimore defense and that defense is is bad. It's very. It's, you should be able to put up thirty five to forty points against that defense. I don't see how you don't put up thirty five to forty points. The Baltimore defense is hard. This, I I think this is gonna be a high scoring game. I think it's gonna be a very entertaining high scoring game. I I could easily see 41, 31, that type of deal. But I just think they have nothing for your offense. I think your offense, similar to you, you say Miami's going to have a bounce back performance against Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati with their offense, I think your offense is going to definitely put up no less than thirty-five points in this game. I, I watched, even the Patriots scored a point, and the Patriots offense is not any good. The Patriots got like whatever, almost cracked thirty against Baltimore's defense. Baltimore's defense is not very good. Uh, it's bad. We're gonna be it's bad. The other thing that bothered me about the um, 
the Miami team as the week grew closer, it was just like, oh shit, this is entirely new defense. I mean, offense. And um, Frazier and McDermott usually have to get an eye on you before they dial you in completely. Um, we know Baltimore very well. Yes. Um, to, to your point. And so, yeah, Lamar, Lamar will be Lamar. I'm not, I'm not going to even sit here and pretend that he won't be. Yeah, that, 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 that boy, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, yeah, Lamar, Lamar, will be, Lamar will be Lamar. I won't pretend like he won't be. But um, but we will we will have to stop. And then you're absolutely right. It will become on their defense to stop us. And I, you're, you're 100% right. At no point in time am I worried about the Baltimore Ravens. No, no, not at all. And we're, we're angry. As yes, well. yes, no. You're we're gonna be, angry. We're, we're, really no. we do, yeah. we're really focused at the line. Um, so, um, I'm not worried about us not having a competent game plan that makes all the sense in the world, and I'm not worried about our execution. The only thing that worries me is Lamar Jackson. Yep. As he should. Yes, 100%. Who the hell knows how great he's going to be? It's just that simple. <laughs> Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Super Bowl rematch from two years ago. Um, both teams coming off losses. Uh, this game is... Uh, now, this game could be in Minnesota, depending on the weather. They're expecting a hurricane uh, in Florida that could be that's on the horizon. So this game could be moved to Minnesota, uh, depending on the weather. Um, what are your thoughts on on, on this uh, early season matchup between these uh, Super Bowl Casey. hopefuls? Casey, I think I actually think Casey shows the world. How, the difference between where the NFC and the AFC are right now. They're not going to overlook Tampa Bay. They took a bad loss to there. Tampa's not that good. I mean, let me stop. Let me. The offense is not playing well. Let me be. Let me. Let me right. be nice. The defense is good. No, no, that's what I said. Let me be nice. I'm being nice. Um, because uh, nobody gives a shit about their D. Like you can't play these games. Like where. See now you make me mad. You can't play these games where where when is when they're humming, Brady gets all the credit and all this stuff, all the offense gets all the credit. But then when they're not humming, now we talking about like you want to bring out the defense. I don't care. Nobody cares about the defense. No. Nobody brings them up. No. So yeah, they they they're competent. They're a competent football team. Um, and so, but Kansas City's way back. Yes. Yep. And yeah. so I and, and like again, like I said, they're coming off that bad loss. Um. So, uh, Kansas City's way back. I expect a close game. Um, the NFL these first couple of weeks, there have been like as many one-score games to the first couple of weeks as there has been in the last few seasons. Like that, the the margin of error in these games has been razor thin as far as the the um the as far as um how many close games they they there have been. So it seems to me like there's just there's a pattern with, and we talked about this, I think two podcasts ago, that these the offenses are not there yet. Uh, it's still September, the weather, um, and what. Here's happened. what I will say. Go ahead. If Tampa does not turn the ball over, it'll be a close game. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think they will give the ball up two times. A couple of times. 
And so, um, so, but, but yeah, if Tampa plays a clean game, I agree. I actually do agree with you as I was thinking about it in my head. I just had them with a couple turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I so, no, I, I was just saying, I agree with you because I had, a, um, I had a couple turnovers bookmarked. So if they play a clean game, it's going to be close. Well, yeah, it should be a very interesting uh, game to say at least. Uh, Mahomes and Brady is always fun. Um, and we'll see if, you know, Kansas City can rebound off that just putrid performance uh, at, you know, laying that egg in uh, Indianapolis. Uh, in, in, in Indianapolis. Again, I, but to your point, I like, I do like Kansas City in the game, uh, to, you know, to win a, a, a very close game. You have any thoughts on the. Uh, now we've got, it's almost a week later on the Ime Udoka situation. Oh no! Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah. Nope. I, too much to go into. It's a lot. No, no, it, it, it's a lot. And again, be, be the, the details are. I uh, actually, I'm just, I'm very fast. I'm still in this Phoenix Sun space. Okay. I'm fast. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's going to there. Basketball wise, like I'm, I'm very much in the Phoenix Sun space. Um, the adult, you know, adult stuff just feels gross to me right now. I yeah, I'm glad you bring that, that, that word up um, because, again, the, the reporting on this has been just, it's like, it's, it's been just bad, to say the least. Just remember this, people, folks. There is a human element to this situation that is not getting talked about enough or is just where, where we're at in society. Neil Long has a, they have a two-year-old son, okay, who's going to have to hear about this shit for God knows how long. You have a situation where you have a woman in terms of Neil Long who was looking for houses in Boston. And then, of course, more, more importantly, you have staffers that were basically thrown under, through, and over a bus in terms of, it's like, oh, or you must be sleeping with him, or you must be sleeping with him. So... The human element on it, like we could talk about, there's been the sensationalism of this shit, of this shit, the the spicy and all this, you know, tardy type shit that that goes on with 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 affairs and things of that nature in sports and what have you. People got hurt in this shit. Some real, some people got hurt, 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 and I don't, I don't ever want to lose sight of that, of the, uh, of that. Like there, like there's some lives that are altered that will probably never be the same that comes out of this I, and i'm like forget about yudoka his job all that all that whatever forget about that i'm not even talking about that i'm not even gonna bring even the racial comp- component into this i'm just talking about people real people got hurt or are getting hurt and so don't don't lose sight of that when you see a situation like this that that that's the part of it because again we we know some things but we don't know there's of course that there's there's more to come out and and, and and what have you and i'm not even into the whole speculate and, and what have you that shit is you know that's 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 that hot take whatever whatever but i, I just wanted to mention that like just don't forget that they're like don't forget about the human element of, of that situation um that is going to wrap it up for this edition of the real deal podcast uh as always thanks to one robert set for joining us uh, join me. All right, sir. Appreciate you having me. No problem. And we will see you Have next time. And you too. We will see you next time. Um, so right. you will you will be able to get this podcast. This podcast will be up by tomorrow morning. Uh enjoy 
the rest of your week, uh, NFL, college football, and, and what have you. I will see you next time. Have a great, great evening.